What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you so much for everybody that is tuning into the Big Honker Podcast. It is we're we're there, Jeff. It's November. We're here. Turkey month. Well, I was thinking, you know, that's that former fat guy in you coming out. I was thinking more along the lines of hunting season opening up, but if you want to go turkey, then whatever. That's Christmas fine. is eight weeks away. Fuck that. That's no good. No, it is too, because everybody <clears throat> on here sells something, and this is what every hunter wants on their gift list. Yeah, that is true. Listen, we'll start with Gun Dog Outdoors. Protect your four-legged friend. If you've got a hunting dog, you need to actively uh, pursue things that are going to you know, ensure a long life. So I would recommend the quick release system. Nice little stocking stuffer. Hook your dog up. They don't go anywhere until you want them to. Ties them into a tether, and then you pull the little string, and away they go. Or the field trauma kit. I think it should be mandatory. Every blind bag should have a field trauma kit. I agree Every pickup truck. And they're all great stocking stuffers. So go to Gun Dog Outdoors. Uh, look at the field trauma kit. Look at the quick release system. They've also got uh, water bowls, food bowls, check cords, all made by Alex. They're doing things to protect your dog, and you should take advantage of it right now. Alex is a great guy. Uh, Gun Dog Outdoors. Uh, we're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. They've got the best uh, two by four blind for grown men. Goes up nice and easy, sturdy, holds grass very well. Brush it one time, and then you're you're golden for the year. You might have to brush the tops every once in a while, just because they break. But that's part of it. And get the kennel. Now, I would tell you, if you got a dog, invest in that dog. You're not going to put your kid in the back of a car in a little flimsy deal. Give it your dog and put him in a dang Lucky Duck dog kennel. Five star crash test rated. Comes with a nice little pad, so that you know I got an older dog, Lou. He sits on that, and he's good. I don't have to worry about him sitting on that hard bottom. Uh, great spinners, great motion decoys. If you're a duck hunter, uh, their spinners are, are one of a kind. They've also got a great, uh, the, the HDI swimmer adds motion to your water spread. So go check them out. Luckyduck.com. Also, it is time for you to go download the hunt proof app and set up an account. You can log your hunts. You, you don't even have to, you don't have to write anything down anymore and it'll be there forever. You can prove to your grandkids that you are a big, a badass as what you claim. It's a, you can keep your history forever. I wish I would have had it when I was 30, 30 years ago and I started this business. I'd wish I had it to look back at every day I hunted. The conditions are all right there. They're logged in, and you can put a picture in there and save a picture forever. I'm on there. Check me out. Look me up at Jeff Stanfield on HuntProof. And I'm also on there. Check me out, Andy Shaver, on HuntProof. Uh, we're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells, maker of the best shotgun shell load on the market right now. Copper-plated bismuth. It holds a tighter pattern for a longer, uh, it, more velocity, further out there uh i mean it, it is wicked the things that it does it takes one is all that it takes it doesn't make you a better shot but when you connect let me tell you you connect not as many cripples um and it gets let out of the environment go green i never said that before in my life go green go with boss shot shells so if you're out there crane hunting shoot shoot bismuth at them all right clean up the environment get the lead out of there uh, we're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries, best silhouettes on the market right now. It's so easy and affordable to run a big spread now. Big spreads are kind of the way to go. Dive Bomb makes it extremely efficient. Uh, you can hide in the spread now. You can get their tall socks. You can hide right underneath them. And it's amazing the things that you can do. Always get the bags. That way your trailer stays nice and organized all year long. And then when hunting season is over, everything packs up perfectly. They got blind bags. They got gun cases. Check them out at DieBombIndustries.com. All waterproof. All, you know, all the all the bags are waterproof. So, you know, you got a shotgun takes a dip. Uh, it's not going to let any water in. So 
Great bags, great silhouettes, great company. Check them out, Die Bomb Industries. Also, I got a promo code for you from Pacific Calls BHP25. You can save 25% off of everything that is on their website right now. Just type in that uh, promo code at checkout and you'll get 20, you'll save 25% no matter what you buy. I would recommend if you hunt lessers, get the BA Lesser Call. It is a screamer. It is a short little stout call that really, really rips. Uh, it's my favorite lesser call. And uh, they've also got the best Speckabelly call. They've actually got a couple of them. They got the BBS. Uh, it's a little bit more bored out than their original uh, original 530 Speckabelly call, I think is what it is. Sometimes the numbers confuse me. But if you hunt specs, they've got a, a fantastic Speckabelly call, and you can save a little bit of money. These things also go nice in stocking stuffers. Uh, and you can save 25% off by doing it. Go to PacificCustomCalls.com, get whatever you want, and use our promo code. We are also brought to you by Shin Gear Waders. Uh, they're the best. Jeff was in them this last week, and he didn't even bitch about having to put on waders. No, that's the, that's the best part about them is taking them on and putting them off. That That is a fat boy struggle. You skinny guys don't understand. A fat guy, you watch him there. Huffing and puffing. Huffing and puffing. You put on these things, you don't do it. You unzip them, it zips down to your belly button. You slide them on, you put the shoes on. The the, sh- the the boots are so easy to get in and out of. It's no different than getting into slippers almost. I mean, they're that easy to get in and off of. You put them on, you take them off. It's way to go. Shin gear is by far the best invention for anybody that's got a gut in the waterfowl industry in my <laughs> lifetime. I'm they, telling you. They may be in fat pleasurable. They, they do. Uh, they've also got a nice, they've got a couple nice jackets out there right now. Uh, one of them's a, a wax a wax uh, jacket, and then the other one is uh, fully waterproof. So go check it out, shingear.com. Uh, they're not just a waiter company anymore. So go check them out. They got incredible stuff over there. We're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. Go to Patreon, and you will donate to their account, and you will have access to their entire library. Um, I'm telling you what, they're one of a kind, Logan and Rebel are, and, um, it doesn't, it doesn't cost much. So just go to Patreon, check them out, looking glass podcast and get a hold of some of the debauchery. They're hilarious over there. So you will not, it's going to be money well spent. I can tell you that go to Patreon, look them up, looking glass podcast and get ready to laugh. Also, we are brought to you by dirty duck coffee. Another promo code, big honker will save you 15%. Uh, I don't know how long this promo code is going to run, but if you've ever wanting to try Dirty Duck Coffee, the Missouri Boat Ride Blend, or the High Velocity, or any of the other great coffees that they have over there, uh, go to DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Use the promo code Big Honker. You'll save 15%. Uh, they've got great looking merchandise. So if coffee's not your game, but you want to look good, uh, they got they got good looking swag over there. So um, there's no excuse. Or uh, you can sign up for their subscription program. You type in, you you plug in how often you want your coffee delivered, and you don't have to you don't have to go through the pain of reordering coffee. It just shows it just ships every two weeks or however often you want it to send, and that will save you twenty percent. So you can use the promo code for fifteen percent if you want to just try it, or if you're some, if it's something that you like and you want to get on their regular rotation, sign up for the subscription program, and that saves twenty percent. That's at dirtyduckcoffee.com. Also, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. I've had a lot of people ask me, can they get the Stanfield Stool and how do they get it? They go to Alpha Outdoor Specialties, you can order them there and they can deliver them to you. You just get a hold of them. They can get a hold of them on Instagram or uh, I think they were retooling their uh, website not too long ago. But yeah, just look them up on Instagram, message them, and then they'll they'll send you the Stanfield Stool. It's a sturdy little invention and uh, it's what we're going to hunt out of all year long. So... Also, um, if you've got any other ideas that you want to see come to life, 
hit them up. They can make anything happen, just like they did the stand filter tool. That is at Alpha Outdoor Specialties. Also, we're brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. It is what I put in my whiskey sour whenever I drink that, and it is delicious. Brandon has done an incredible job. You know, he's a he's a he's a music producer. He's making music. He's making whiskey and all these other things that he does. So he's got that entrepreneur spirit in him. Uh, Bangtail Whiskey is not for the faint of heart. Bangtail embodies a select few who believe in hard work and relish in the opportunity to take a step back to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Whether you're relaxing for a midweek swaller or communing on the weekend with quality people, Bangtail is sure to provide a truly unique and tasteful experience time and time again. With deep southern roots, Bangtails provides a first-class, handcrafted whiskey experience. Pour a jigger of Bangtail and enjoy. Must be 21 years or older. Also brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. 85 years they've been putting ducks back into the sky. Uh, we owe a lot of gratitude to Ducks Unlimited for what they've done for waterfowl hunters. Imagine the drought we've had if we wouldn't for Ducks Unlimited where we'd be at bird-wise. Be scary. Be tough. It would be scary. So uh, become a member of Ducks Unlimited or go to one of their many uh, events that they have throughout the year. Spend a little bit of money with them because if it was not for them, uh, hunting waterfowl hunting would look a lot different today. And uh, we owe a lot to them. So support them. Also, double T British kennels. We got some of these uh, British dogs coming here not too not too long from now. We'll have them delivered tomorrow. They'll be doing pheasant hunts. They'll be doing waterfowl hunts. Listen, that's what you want in a dog. You want your dog to be versatile. And the folks over at Double T British Kennels, uh, they they've got it. They've got it figured out. So, um, I'll be able to tell you firsthand experience what it's like running a Double T British Kennel Lab. I'm excited. They got quite a few good looking studs over there. So um, you can check them out on Instagram, Double T British Kennels, and uh, see for yourself. But they've got dogs of all different levels. Pups, started dogs. Go over there, check them out. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Got a couple dates left. Good dates. Got a couple dates in November left, the end of November. I've got uh, some midweek December dates open. I've got the 29th, 30th open after December, after Christmas. That's usually gone by now. And then I've got some January days open and I actually have a January weekend open still too. But anyway, so reach out to me if you're interested in that. It's 940-658-3172. We appreciate you. I got pheasant dates available around Christmas. Everybody wants to do pheasant hunts around Christmas time. Bring their kids and come do a hunt. Holler at us, 940-658-3172 or look us up at stanfieldhunting.com. Thank you. God bless y'all and have a great week. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Dustin Wolf. Uh, he was the man in charge. Uh, there's a video going around right now of crazy, a crazy guy uh, up in North Dakota. They're, du- they're duck hunting a bean field, and then a guy that owns the cornfield right next to him just throws a fit. So anyway, we get him on here. He answers all of our questions, everything that we wanted to know about the video, what led up to the incident. And what has happened afterwards. So uh, very good podcast. Hope that you enjoy it. And if you've not seen the video, it's pretty easy to find. Check out uh, Duck Hunting Harassment, North Dakota. And then it'll pop up. So anyway, here he is, Dustin Wolf.
All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Boom. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Double T British Kennels. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. The three, two, one kind of snuck up on me. I don't know what happened. I'm off. I stayed up late last night watching my poor Packers. It's Halloween. You know what? They covered the spread, though. Ten and a half. Let me tell you something about the Packers, too, last night. They should have kicked that field goal, and they'd had a chance to tie the game up at seven instead of having to go for three. They did? When? No. When? The the two series before then, they went for it on fourth down. Okay. And it forced them to have to kick a 58-yard field goal or whatever right. it was. But if they would have went for three, then fucking analytics on shit. You're down by 17. you got to have two, three scores anyways. Right. So I didn't understand that. Second thing is Aaron Rodgers looked better in the second half of that game than he's looked all year long, I thought. He moved more. And I think he likes that kid from uh, Nebraska, that wide receiver. Right. Because that kid worked back on him, and that made him happy. So, anyways, Their line's atrocious. And that, that's, that, that's the main crux of their issues that right They now. suck. It's Halloween today. It so is. I can't wait to scare all the little fuckers in Knox City today. I'm coming on. So with us today, <clears throat> the he's got more hair than me and you do combined. Have he you does. noticed that? He does. got a nice little mane there. Nice mane there. Mr. So, Dustin Wolf, that's world famous now right now. He is. One... Last, what did we just say? 1.5 million views? 1.5 million people watched you get your ass chewed out. So, did this take place in North Dakota? Uh, yeah, it did. So, let, let's give a background. There's a video floating on YouTube. What's it called? Just type in. It's like Hunter Harassment, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. It's crazy called, uh, Hunter Harassment. Crazy Hunter Harassment is what it's called? Duck hunting in North Dakota, crazy yeah, hunter harassment. So, so set this up for us. Who's that? Uh, someone just walked in here. Oh, I'm doing a podcast. Right Do you now. mind if I <laughs> vacuum? <laughs> Fuck no, come to my house. <laughs> come to Texas and vacuum. <laughs> Do you do dishes also? <laughs> he just walked out. Yeah, wash my truck too while you're at it, bitch. Rubbing a tug. <laughs> Okay, so set yeah, this my up. windows are a little dirty. <laughs> <laughs> set this up for us. So you're duck hunting on on a place, and and it looks like, uh, it looked like there was a slough or a body of water off to uh, off to the left, and you're hunting a field, and then it butts up to a cornfield. So set set everything up for us. Kind of give us a synopsis of what all happened. Okay, so basically. Um... I was hunting a field of uh, a landowner that I've hunted on multiple times, talked back and forth with him. And uh, I had seen a bunch of birds in his field the night before in that bean field. And it's just right off the water. It's a big body of water. And uh, I've, I've wanted to set up away from the water just to be farther from it because the birds were sitting on that water overnight and I didn't want to blow them Didn't want to blow them up. Makes sense. Shooting. Right. So... Uh, we backed all the way up to the far side of the field and there was a cornfield on the back side of it that the bean field butted up to. So we put uh, two A-frames. I had my grandpa and great uncle with me, so we have to hunt them out of A-frames. They don't do so much or do uh, so well out of layouts. So uh, we're running A-frames, so we just backed them up to the edge of the corn, stayed in the bean field that we had permission on. Um, and after the first couple shots, basically this guy came out, the landowner of the cornfield, he came out in his Can-Am and he said about two words and I said about two words and then he just started yelling. I was like, I have no clue what's going on or where this came from or why he's so angry. I said, uh, I talked to Matt last night and 
basically after that, he just goes, he screamed at me and said, good for you. And just started going on and on about stuff. And I, I couldn't even get a sentence out of my mouth to defend myself or reason with him or do anything. So, so what was, was he trying to hunt that day? He was dressed in all camouflage. Was he going to try to hunt that day? And that was, that's what he was pissed off about. Or was he just pissed off that you were on the property line? That's what I gathered from it was he was trying to hunt that day, which there was, okay. So there was also, there was a a group that was set up in the cornfield. They came and set up after we had already set our decoys and they set up a couple hundred yards back, probably in five, 600 yards away. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. I mean, they, they saw us over here. And then on the way out, when I went to go park the trucks, um, I stopped and talked to him. I said, Hey, where are you guys parked? I don't want to screw up any birds coming from the water, wherever your birds are coming from, wherever. Um, so I asked them where they wanted me to park and they're like, well, we're parked down here, blah, blah, blah whatever. And, uh, I went over and I parked over there. It was like a mile walk back, but just out of courtesy, I parked far enough away. So it won't screw up anything with them. So then he came out and he was saying that he was going to hunt with them. I'm like, okay, well, why aren't you hunting with them? They're over there shooting birds right now while you're yelling at me. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a, a big mess. Basically the dude, like I said, you couldn't reason with him at all. He was, if you guys have seen the video, I'm sure you have. Um, it was a lot of yelling on his end and me just standing there getting yelled at. So who did the videoing? Was that one of your buddies? Yeah, that was one of my friends. He just had a, a GoPro on his hat, and I was like, you're probably going to want to record this if he keeps yelling. <laughs> he was already recording right away when he came up just because it was like he didn't know what was going on. And then every time he kept coming back and yelling at us, he had his GoPro on. So I'm kind of glad he had that for uh, our own end. So he would leave and come back. This wasn't all. This wasn't just a thirty-minute straight ass chew. And he would leave, and then he he chew your no. ass, leave, come back. Yeah, he was in the field for like three hours. Really? In, yeah. In, in, until the behind you, up, he was there keeping all the birds away from us. Like every time a duck would be coming towards us, he'd come ripping out in his razor or his can am and hop out and start yelling and <laughs> scare every bird away possibly. So did. Okay, let me let me get staged up. You have you dealt with this guy before? No, I haven't. So that was another thing. He has he said he's like you could have came and talked to me, and I I've tried to get a, a hold of him because he's had birds on his fields, and it's an area I scout quite a bit. He's had birds in his fields multiple times. Like he's got some good stuff right around a bunch of water, a bunch of different roosts. So I've been to his house, knocked on his door. I've called him a couple times and never got a hold of him. And then he was going on about how I haven't ever tried to contact him. I've never, or I didn't try to talk to him the night before. Um, but you don't said, need to talk well, to him the night you before. Try harder. You don't need to talk right. to him. You're hunting on another landowner. Like what the? It doesn't matter if I talk to you or not. Well, and I tried to explain that to him too, and it's just like I, there was no making any any sense with him. So, so what did the, the other land, the, the guy that you did hunt on the landowner had, he had dealings with the man and was not good or did they get along? Uh, well, they're actually related, believe it or not. They're cousins. Mm. And, uh, I guess I don't want to get into that. I don't want to cause problems, any more problems between them, but, uh, yeah. So 
they're they're actually cousins, but I don't think they get along very well. So he wanted you to have permission from him to hunt field that he doesn't own. You were on the property. Correct. Were you on his property or were you where you were supposed to be at? No, we were in the bean field. So you you were not on his line because on the video you can't tell if you're sitting in the corner or not. So you were on your property. No, you can. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You can in the video it appears that you're right on the edge. But you're on your property. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. There ain't shit he can do other than just be yeah. an ass. Um, that's one thing about the video that I wish um my buddy who had filmed it would have went back and talked about or showed like once he left would be like step out of the blind and show yes. him where it's actually sitting. Cause we didn't, we didn't move it this whole time until, uh, DNR came out. Um, basically we called the DNR. He said, just hang out where you're at. I'll come out, take pictures, just document this whole thing. Um, so we just left it right where we were sitting, right where we put it right away in the morning. And we had it, it was, I mean, it was on the line. Like here's the corn, here's the beans. We were butted up to the corn, but we were on the bean field. Now, um, he in the video he said uh, that there's like a corn stalk or something touching your blind. What was what what was that about? Uh, that was him basically trying to find any way to get us in trouble with the DNR. And what did uh, DNR say grass. whenever he said, "Yeah, go ahead, explain that." There was some grass off the back of our blind that was like it's an A-frame, so all the grass kind of just hangs out. And there was like some blades of grass that touched a corn stalk. Like we were right next to it. So, I mean, yeah, I, it, he was grasping. It, at I think that's kind of like, that that's kind of like the old tree rule. You can have tree on your property. If it hangs over somebody else's and shit, it's that when it's over that boundary line, it's really a kind of a gray area type deal. Right. It's not yeah. a, I mean, the, 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 the corn stock might be in on his property, but that stuff over the top is hanging. It might be on somebody else's property. Right. Um, yeah. and, and then another thing he said, he tried to, it, it seemed like he tried to expand his property line a little bit. So he was like, well, my corn stops here, but yeah. like, actually, like, if you look at it, like I bet my property line and like, he pointed like at the middle of your blind, he's like, it probably ends right there. Yeah. He was talking about some like eight foot easement, and I'm like, okay, well, if there's an eight foot easement into the bean field, then there's an eight foot easement into your cornfield. Right, right. But I have no clue what he was talking about at that point. I'm like, okay, just let him talk. How long did it take DNR to get there? Uh, once he was called, it was probably forty five minutes. Jesus, how far did they have to come from? North Dakota's uh, the DNR are pretty thin, so they have to come from a ways away oh, a lot of right. times. Were you uh, were you ever uh, concerned about like your physical safety? Like here, you got an old man. I mean, after what we saw at Real Foot, like here we got an old man screaming at yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there was five or six of us and him. But I mean, regardless, I don't want anyone to get physically hurt. Right. Um, it crossed my mind a couple times, but I tried my best to just keep it cool and not make it any worse than I was going to be. I've had tons of people message me saying like, I don't know how you kept your cool. I would have punched that dude in the face. Now that's a good move. And you didn't do that. I, yes. You'd basically had every- I just, I've told everyone like, yeah, it wouldn't have helped the situation. Yeah. I mean, it probably would have felt good at did, the time, but it wouldn't have helped at all. Did you say you were with your dad and your grandpa? I was with my grandpa and his brother. So my great uncle and 
and uh, two of my buddies. Now, that would have been my problem. If it would have been my grandkids and I'd have been the grandpa out there, I'm an old, old man by this time in my life, <laughs> I'd been ready to snap that fucker's neck off. That would have pissed me off more. <laughs> I can handle someone cussing at me, but you cuss at my kids or my grandkids, and I'm going to get pissed, or even a friend of mine. So I, I'm See, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, if he says anything to either my grandpa or my great-uncle, that, that may have set me off. Yeah, you cuss me out. I can handle people yelling at me. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't care. Fuck, I've been married a long time. I'm used to getting getting bitched at about <laughs> shit I didn't do wrong. So it's no big. That's no big deal. But you're not getting yelled at. You kind of wonder what your day's headed. Yeah, towards. if Michelle's all nice and shit, I think she's <laughs> she's fucking plotting. poisoning me. She's planning. <laughs> someone plotting asked me that. Someone asked me that at work one day. They go, "What's Michelle in a bad mood for?" Well, I woke up this morning. <laughs> I set her whole day off. <laughs> so, uh, you, I'm just trying to wrap my head on this. So this guy is. Now he let someone else hunt in his field, or did he know him? Uh, yeah, I don't think he knew him. Like it was just some random people that had come and talked to him. But they, but he'd given them permission. Now, yeah, is North Dakota? Are those farmers? Are y'all paying to hunt there? Y'all getting trespass fees? Is that legal in North Dakota? Uh, yeah, some farmers do have a pay to hunt. Uh, a lot of it, you can go up to their door and they'll let you right on. I always offer them like a, ask them what they drink. They want beer, scotch, whiskey, whatever. Just being nice and friendly. Thank you. Gift, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But a lot of it's, um, freelance. You can just go knock on a door and get on stuff. But a guy like that makes you wonder if he wasn't getting paid by the guys in his field and they're pissed off because someone's hunting. They're like, well, dang, we paid good money to hunt here. And then you got these guys are hunting next to us right on the line. And I'm wondering, well, that's the thing. I talked to the guys that were hunting in the field um and they were super nice they said yeah we're parked down here uh if you could park your truck over there that'd be great i went down there i parked the truck i said good luck today guys hope you shoot them up and he said good luck you too now now and you, that was, you that don't that was my interaction with the group that was hunting over, over there now you don't know if that guy he obviously he did he roll into that spread late i wonder because it would almost seem like if you went and talked to those guys if he was there he would have piped up then yeah, you would think, um, but he wasn't out there when I went over and talked to them. He came out like right at shooting time in his Can-Am. So that makes me wonder if he was even going to hunt or if he was just saying that. Right. Um, now, now did he, he asked you for money, didn't he? Yeah. Multiple times. Like he said, give me money and then this can go away. Yeah. He said, give me a couple, two, 300 bucks and I'll let you hunt here and I'll leave you guys alone. It's like, not yours to take money on, land. though. I don't have to pay you anything. Right. It's not your land. I, I don't have to pay you anything. Yeah. This is not your land to say who comes and goes. Yeah. So, so he's wanting you to pay to hunt on his cousin's place. Yeah. That's but all it was about was money. That's what it's about. This whole thing's mad. He wasn't cashing in on it. Yeah. I don't know if he had a bad crop this year or what. I think everybody just about did on that shit, but... <laughs> So when DNR shows up, 45 minutes later, who called? You or, or the old old man? Uh, he called him initially. and Well, I, I went to call him and then just sitting in his Can-Am behind us and he came flying up to us again. He goes, I'm on the phone with the DNR right now. I'm like, oh, okay. Perfect. Who are you talking to, John, James, or Mac? Right. And yeah. then... He's like, I got Myrie on the phone right now. It was James Myrie, the DNR officer that came out. I was like, okay. So then I waited for him to get off the phone, and then I called him myself, and just saw or just to see what he was doing, if he was actually coming out or not. Um, and he was he was on his way when I 
finally talked to him, but he was on the phone with him for probably 20 minutes, just yelling and yelling and yelling. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then, and then DNR shows up and then what do they, what do they decide? Uh, basically he got out of the truck and he go, uh, the landowner who was mad at us was like, all right, I want all these guys ticketed, take their licenses away. I want the max everything. I'm, he's like, well, I'm just going to document everything and take pictures because there's not really much wrong here. Like they're on a property line. So it's kind of a gray area. If they're the grass is touching your corn. Uh, so basically he just took pictures and what he did was he took pictures. He put his foot at the base of our A-frame. Like, you know, it has the metal frame. Yes. He put his foot on the back edge of the pole and took a picture. And it was a good foot, foot and a half away from the corn. So I don't, I don't see anything coming of it on our end. Um, the only thing I see possibly happening is that landowner getting ticketed. Now, have you filed anything on him as far as like hunter harassment or anything? No, I mean, like I said, I'm pretty laid back and easygoing, so I don't, I don't really care if he gets a ticket or not. I just kind of want this situation to dissolve. Um, so no, I, I haven't filed anything against him. No. Now, if if uh, if anything does happen, I mean, because I I mean, it seemed pretty clear to me if. You know, the guy is, has ruined your hunt. He's running up and down in his can-am. He's clapping. He's scaring your birds away. That is harassment. If that's not hunter yeah. harassment, then I don't know what is. So if if something sticks on your end as far as trespassing, do you think that you would uh, counterfile on him for hunter harassment? Um, I think technically if something sticks on our end and we you, are trespassing, then that would completely can't. negate him getting anything um as far as an extortion ticket or a hunter harassment ticket because he is on his own land um yeah but you still can't if you're on your own land you can't harass somebody hunting i mean there's rules on that stuff but you're not on his land yeah did did you go across his land though no we didn't shoot a single duck over the corn we never walked on the corn never did Never, never drove, went in his field. Never drove on the corn, nothing like that. It nope. was all in the bean field. Oh, well, then you're not going to get a trespassing ticket then. So yeah. It's all going to come down to the blade of grass, it sounds like. If the blade of grass is touching a corn stalk, if a judge... You can get Robert Durst attorney. You're off on that. You're not, they're not going to get you for that. I don't think, unless North yeah. Dakota's got some weird laws. I, I, I don't think you can get that to stick. What, I get, find but, it pretty ridiculous if we got any tickets for right. grass. Yeah, touching right. the, the edge of his field, and, and, and then you're just going to let it go. Well, like once you, it, it, what would you do, Andy? I'd let it go. I would too. Yeah, I'd let it go. I think you're doing. I'm not. I mean, I'm just trying to get yeah. what you're saying. What You've you're embarrassed saying. the fuck out of him already, or you should have. I bet he's not the <laughs> kind of guy that gets embarrassed. But boy, I tell you what, if I had him as a neighbor, I'd have more fun jacking with him about this. I don't mind all the time I jack with him, um, but him clapping. And running the thing when y'all are working decoys and stuff and shit, that's just an asshole move. Right. And he's wearing camouflage. Yeah. So was he wanting to hunt himself? That's what he was saying. He did want to hunt and he wanted. Yeah. So he's leasing let guys money to hunt on his property. We don't know. Was that. he going to hunt with them that. or was he going to hunt separate? He was going to hunt with them. So I would assume he was going to hunt with them. It's the, not that big of a cornfield. Did those guys complain about y'all that you know of? 
No, I, I don't think they did. I mean, I, like I said, I went over and talked to him in the morning. He was really nice doctor. I, we basically told each other good luck and have a good hunt. So his, you don't think he got on the phone and called this guy and said, listen, there's some jackasses hunting next to us. And that guy said, what do you mean? That's my cousin's place. I try to make money selling on top of it. If you would have paid him money, he would have walked off. There. How much money did he want? Like 300 bucks. 100 bucks. 300 bucks is what his daily trespass fee was. It's interesting. I'm betting you that's what the other guys in that blind, blind paid too. Then Jeff, you don't know that. And we only deal with facts here. You've said it yourself. You're speculating. It's not very journalistic of you. I'm a speculating son of a bitch, and that's what I'm speculating for sure. Uh, um, if he asked them 300, that had to be a going rate. That just a figure. You don't know that. He might have. He might have wanted 300 dollars for, for his I gas. I doubt that they paid anything to hunt his field. It was it was like a husband and wife and a couple kids. Right. Yeah. No, that's textbook. That's textbook so, freelancer, Jeff. So there's little kids out there watching all this shit too. How far away? How far away is the other blind? They were on the other side of a hill, five six hundred yards away. Okay, so they're not they're not having to watch this guy have a meltdown, and little no. little Timmy and little Johnny are like you know crying in the blind because an old man <laughs> is yelling at the top of his. No, lungs. it was far enough away. I don't think they could even see us. Right. Right. And you said they were shooting also, like when all this was going on? Oh, yeah. The ducks were, well, they were coming to us, and then they'd flare, obviously, because he's sitting out there clapping (laughs) and flashing his brights and doing everything possible to scare them. They'd flare off us, and then they'd go over to them. And then they would shoot. And he was, yeah, he'd continue complaining that I was ruining his hunt. And I'm like, well, they're over there shooting. You could be in the blind with them. Did any of that make it? Yeah. Did any of that make it on on video? Do you know of? Did like, did did your friend video them, you know, where you could hear them shooting? Um, it may be in some of the clips. I'm not sure. Um, so DNR comes, how long is the DNR out there? Or are they, or are they, you know, they do their investigation pretty quick. Uh, he, like I said, he just came out, took pictures and kind of de-escalated the situation, which was good. Um, he was there for probably 30 minutes. I wrote a, just a statement on a piece of paper for him. Um, and it was basically a statement for all of us. We all signed it and gave him a statement because, uh, he had to take the pictures to a state's attorney, all that just to see, um, what was going to come out of all of this. But yeah, he was there 30, 45 minutes maybe. So it took him 45 minutes to get there. Did It looked like the guy showed up right at first light. Had y'all shot at all when that guy showed up? Yeah, we had shot a couple widgeons and mallards right at first light. So you got three, you got five ducks or something like that. He shows up. He starts that. 45 minutes later, the game warden shows up. Game warden's out there 45 minutes. So you're looking at hour and a half, two hours. Into yep. the hunt. I mean, is your hunt basically ruined at this point? Do you just pack up and leave oh, whenever yeah. DNR leaves? I mean, they both the the angry ant, landowner and the DNR finally left the field around ten o'clock, and I want to say shooting time was seven thirty ish. Right. So you, you, your hunt's ruined at this point. You had yeah. it. And, they and, ended up. They ended up both leaving, and we shot like ten more ducks that were just kind of still trickling off, off the water, but. Yeah, it it would have been a really good hunt the whole time there was birds trying to come into us. Um, but yeah, basically ruined the the hunt. So that's what I was going to ask. It was going to be a banger of a hunt had this all not happened. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Could you imagine being that husband and wife with your kids down here? We're going to go out and watch the sunrise <laughs> and have a beautiful hunt, Shoot spend some, some family time. And there's crazy Uncle Wilbert out there in the fucking Can Am running up and down, cussing at some other guys for hunting. <laughs> I mean, 
Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> little kid would be a little kid. Oh, crazy fucker. That's my uncle there. My uncle Wilbur. What's he doing, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> now, when this, when so your buddy films it, and then um, when he uploaded it to YouTube, was he was he thinking like, okay, we can kind of get your side of the story out there, or what? What was he thinking when he uploaded it? World um, star. <laughs> I, I guess he uh, he does a lot of like fishing videos during the summer. Like he has a YouTube channel, and um, he'll post hunting videos during the fall and stuff. So he was just making another hunting video. I mean, we shot. Ended up with like 13 ducks that day. Yeah. Um, so we put the the hunting part of it in and then put the, the harassment part, which was basically the whole video. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like 30 minutes long, yeah. this video is. Uh, I guess he just posted it so people could see like what had happened because I, I called my buddies. I'm like, dude, you're not going to believe <laughs> what I've been dealing with for the last three hours. Right. Yeah, they're probably like, like Jesus, never, thank God I I've didn't go on that I've never dealt with anything that extreme. Like it was actually unreal how much angry energy that man had i've only i can only think of one time here we had an incident like that in 30 years it's when dad burned the fucking berm yeah some guys were trespassing on this and my dad said fuck it he just burned the damn burn where they were at <laughs> did, did dnr did they like offer anything like do you have any idea when this will all be resolved is it going to be pretty quick do you think or is this something that's going to drag on into all hunting season I have no clue. I mean, uh, the state's attorney has to review whatever they're going to review. And uh, I guess uh, we heard that there is supposed to be some kind of uh, settlement this week of what's going on. So we should be hearing shortly here what's what's actually going to come of this, which I don't think anything is. But Yeah, I don't either. It's some crazy stuff, though, but nothing surprises me at all. It just yeah. people are fucking. Yeah, we were we were pretty amazed at how much the video actually like that video blew up. Yes, like one point five million views. A lot of people have seen that. Now, when did when did this? Ha- what day did this happen? Do you what? What was the date? It's Halloween as a recording. Oh, it had to have been the nineteenth. Okay, so. Two weeks ago, basically, is all this was. Yeah. Yeah. So this that sounds about right. This caught fire immediately then. Yeah. Like the day of it had probably 100,000 views. Well, yeah, everybody shares on every waterfowl forum, every private Facebook page, every hunting group. They're like, mm-hmm. check this out. And, and, and you know, there's the the anti-hunters have to get a kick out of this shit. I mean, like, it'd yeah, be like me probably. going to watch it'd be like two figure skaters fighting. I don't give two shits about figure skating, but watch them two idiots about fight each other out there. It'd be all about it. So, you know, they got to enjoy that shit too. I'd probably watch that too. It'd oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably women figure skaters because men figure skaters don't, wouldn't be much fighters. You know, that'd be embarrassing. Imagine getting your ass whooped by a male figure skater. God, that'd be some bad <laughs> shit right there. God almighty. Who whooped your ass? Oh, Scotty Hamilton. So, would you hunt this? <laughs> would you hunt this bean field again? Just get out in it, just maybe a couple feet more, or, or like if it's so, sta- if it's here's stacked. The thing. Here's the thing: we hunted that same bean field the next two days. Oh, ballsy and on your end! I would do that. We shot him, shot him pretty good both days. <laughs> I wonder if that guy was watching. Oh yeah, he came out and he made his rounds. Or he literally drove the property line of his cornfield. 
So where were you Both at mornings. in the where were you at in the field? Were you on the property line again? <laughs> I just said screw it and put the A frame right in the middle of the field. Oh okay. Okay, so you, you were out in there a little bit. You ain't got no hair on your ass yeah. if you don't call that guy and ask him if you can hunt that field tomorrow. <laughs> I, My buddy actually called him the other day, I not would've. knowing that it was the same guy. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, he's like, do you know so-and-so? I just talked to him. I'm like, uh, yeah. Uh, did you see the video? That's him. <laughs> That's so-and-so. So I've what did, had my dealings what with What did him. he say? Did he let him hunt? He said, uh, we don't let anyone hunt anymore due to an altercation. Oh, well, at least it's an altercation. <laughs> yeah, you ought to tell him that you won't charge, you won't press charges on him if he'll just let you have the season lease for the next three years. <laughs> I need a three year. Yeah, there lease. we go. I need a three year lease from you. Have uh, Have you hunted this field before? Or was that the first time? That was the first time hunting that field. But like I said earlier, I've hunted that uh, landowner's property. He has other fields around um, a fair amount. I've hunted it three, four times this year already. <laughs> I'm telling you what the answer is in North Dakota, and all the do-it-yourselfers are not going to like what I'm fixing to say. But pay-to-play is going to become the normal thing up there. Why? It, it's working its way north all yeah. the way. Yeah, I it's, mean, it, it's coming. It's, it is, because here's the deal. If you're from North Carolina and you drive to North Dakota and you want to hunt for a week, you haven't got no problem at all paying $50 again. There's six of you and pay $300 a day. We'll pay th- we'll pay $50 a day to get a hunt somewhere. You hunt seven days, you're paying $350. That's cheap to get a trespassing fee to go hunt. But the farmers already have that discretion, don't they? Like, they can charge, that, but it's correct? Gonna, but it's going to become more stuff like this. And you didn't do anything wrong. I'm just saying stuff like this incident starts making it out. Where listen, Joe Bo- JoJo already leased my stuff for a week. The farmer's like, listen, I don't mind you hunting, but I, it's leased. And that's what's going to end up happening yeah. on that deal, you know, and they're going to deal with three or four people they know, or a guy that farms a bunch of different acres up there is going to meet a couple of some guys that have hunted on him. And they're somebody's going to call up and say, listen, I'll give you $3,000. If we can hunt your stuff for that week, we're going to be there. If you'll just, and he'll say, okay. And then he's off the hook for having to let anybody else hunt. That's yep. just, that's the way the world's going. And if you look at it and you're paying $50 a gun, that's a, that's a fair price for the farmer. And that's a fair price for the guy that's getting to hunt. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that's that's what it's going to happen eventually up here. I mean, it's probably going to take some time before that starts happening. But um, I I like that it's so free right now. I mean, you can go wherever and start talking to people, and all of a sudden you're on this, this, and this, and you got stuff to hunt for the whole week just from talking to people. Um, I, I agree with but you. I, I do see I do see that happening in coming years it's- where there's going to be a lot of farmers that have gotten paid and then they'll just continue to expect that. Yeah. It's, it's not, but, but it's not free. Like it was, we went to North Dakota, what, six, seven years ago. Yeah. And from that, from then to today, it's already changed a bunch. You can't hardly get on places. It's all digital. There's a lot more. So you imagine 20 years ago, what it was like, right? Seven more years from now, if you're going to hunt North Dakota, you're going to pay to hunt. I'm telling you, it's going to be, that is going to be the trend. And the people that listen to this get, get pissed off. That's just the way life is. You got a farmer out there, crop prices are not up. The cost of input is higher. They're trying to make a living too. And that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, there's a meme floating around. Some meme people, people are talking about this the other day, you know, you call your car dealer up and you're friends with him and say, Hey, you're going to give me a free car. You're going to do this free. Well, stuff's not free in this country no more. So you, if you want to yeah. hunt, you're going to have to pay to hunt anymore. And it's going to be – North Dakota is going to be one of the places people are going to start leasing up a bunch of property up there to hunt. 
but I don't, I don't blame yep. people. If I was going to, if I was going to North Dakota next year and I was planning on hunting somewhere and I know a couple of big farmers up there that I've met and some through the podcast, I'd call up and say, Hey, there's going to be 10 of us coming. We want to hunt for seven days on just y'all stuff. If I pay you $2,500, $4,000 for the week for 10 of us, could we get that we can have exclusive to hunting any of your stuff? Well, them farmers are going to say, well, fuck, that's $4,000 more than I made last week. Yeah, I'll do that with you. Yep. And and I think you're going to see trends of that happening. And and if you're driving that far to go hunt, why would you not want to guarantee your place if it costs you a couple hundred, three, four hundred dollars a person to have that right? And at least have somewhere to hunt. Yeah, right. that you know you can hunt. It may one day it might be really bad, and the next four days it might be really good, or vice versa. But at least you know you yep. have places to hunt, and you don't have to yep. because it's a mad dash up there if you find a hot field to who the first person to call to ask to do it, isn't it? Oh yeah, especially in the the area we're hunting around around Devil's Lake. There's, I mean, this is like a hot spot destination for people to come to from out of state. It's like that's where you're going if you're coming to North Dakota. You're going to go up by Devil's Lake. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of a lot of competition up here. That's where we were going to go to Devil's the Devil's Lake area when we went to North Dakota a couple years ago, and then we found out that it was the basically the place in North Dakota. To we couldn't go. get lodging. So we went. We went yeah, further if west. I was you, we went to Napoleon. If I was you, I would recommend going anywhere but Devil's Lake, just yes. to get away from people, birds all across the state. We we went right. we went to Napoleon. We don't go no more, and we don't have time to go. But we went okay. there because I could get a hotel. I got get hotel rooms. I got on the internet and I looked for towns that had lodging, and I found a place <laughs> that had a lodging. So I got us rooms for five days, like three or four rooms. Yeah. And if it wouldn't have been for that, we would have went yeah. somewhere else. And but it that, that but that's the problem is is you're facing more and more people. I thought North Dakota might back down a little bit now that Canada now with the no vax rule in Canada, you're gonna people are gonna start going to Canada until they shut all that shit down. And I still say that's coming. And Ontario is gonna try to put a vote to a bunch of it. Have the last couple of years just been insane with the uh, hunter influx due to uh, Canada being it's having a vax been more and more, more more and more each year. Um, I guess, yeah, with, with Canada closing down, it was like one year, it didn't seem bad. And then Canada closed down in that year is like, holy shit, there are people everywhere. Right. Where did all these people like, come I from? mean, no matter where you were, whether it was Devil's Lake, Jamestown, Rugby, it was like wherever you went, there was just tons of people. Yeah. And I mean, in, in some regards, uh, South Dakota kind of has it right doing the draw system because they limit the amount of people that, that come in there. Now, I understand that, mm-hmm. you know, by doing that, a lot of people can't go to South Dakota that might want to go to South Dakota. But, I mean, mm-hmm. otherwise, you'd have every Tom, Dick, and Harry burning down every single dirt road that's in South Dakota. So, is it Manitoba yep. going to vote now? They're uh, voting on yeah. whether they're going to do, let. What's well, coming down to, one guy really explained on a post that I read was that they want all waterfowl out hunters to come to, that come from out of country to, to have to go with an outfitter just like they do big game hunting. Like you, I guess you're not going to be able to go to Canada and shoot an elk or a bear. You have to go through an outfitter if you're an out-of-state or out-of-country. Yep. So I'm assuming that's what's going to happen in Canada on waterfowl. They're wanting to get rid of the freelancer? Well, they can regulate it more. How so? Well, they, if you're only hunting with outfitters, i got to just check outfitters for the you know all their sales they're doing, taxes on them. I, I just think it's more, more oversight by the government is why. But what are they going to yeah. do about fishing? Are they going to do the same thing with fishing, I wonder? Where you're gonna have to use a fishing guide up there. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So let's talk North Dakota. I had a guy talk to me today, and he was at, he'd been at Devil's Lake, 
Y'all's high is 61 degrees today is what I understand. Is that right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's exactly, that's the part of the word he used and used something with the F before ridiculous. <laughs> but what do, uh, yeah, what's the, is the bird hunting slowing down up there? Is it really good right now? Or is it tough? It's been slow for the last couple of weeks. I mean, we really haven't, we had a, a little bit of a cold front like two and a half weeks ago. And it didn't push a whole lot of birds down because when we got that cold front, it was 70 degrees in Alberta. Um, and yeah, we, we really didn't get any birds out of that. And since then, it's been 50, 60 degrees every day. Most years, I tell people, people ask, what's the best time to come to North Dakota? I tell pretty much tell everyone every year. It's like Halloween weekend is like usually my favorite, favorite time to be out. And it is definitely not this year. It's way too warm haven't gotten a push of birds uh the weather's just been stale well there is a front on the way because i'm looking at minot's 10 day forecast yeah, 61 monday 68 tuesday 39 with snow on thursday then next monday yep. 27 27 26 so what's going to happen is the water's going to freeze up but there ain't no freaking snow to cover the food up now, yep. is, so is, what I see happening is the birds are going to come down and uh, they're going to be stuck on on big water. All the all the potholes are going to freeze as soon as you have those back to back to back to back days of 27 degree highs. Um, we still have a lot of birds to come down. So I have a feeling there's going to be some very large roosts building on big water. And uh, as long as it doesn't snow and cover up all the food, we'll, we should have birds here. But the worrisome thing is, is if they come down and see that everything's frozen and just blow right through here, we may not get birds to stick around. I know Josh Stoner's in here with us, and he just flipped up Peace River, and that's what I was looking for. Their high is going to be single digits starting that same week Ooh. and down to zero yep. and negative zero. So we're going to get birds are going to get pushed out we're of Canada. Push. We're going to get our first push. And we don't. We big, are big, big push. We have as many geese yep. as we've ever had this time of year, ever. Yeah. It's crazy, the bugs we have. Did you hear that? That was my dick hitting the table. Two weeks ago, Andy was negative Nancy. <laughs> oh, them damn specs are all coming from Canada. Everybody shot all of them up, blah, blah, blah. Now he's got a hard on sitting here with two men in here. That's kind of scary if you ask me. Well, Dustin's a good look. It's a, it's a hair on it's Dustin. A hair. That, that's got me. When's the last time you got a haircut? The, uh, the back, probably. not the sides. Oh, no, it was in August. It was right before early goose opener. How was that? What was, what was early goose opener like this year? Um... It was pretty good, honestly. Well, I guess that first week of early goose season was tough. It usually is super hit and miss because you're hunting those local birds and you're either on them or you're not. Mm -hmm. And it's so hot that they'll walk right out of the water into a field and go feed. So, I mean, it takes the right day to shoot them. But the the early goose season in general up until mid-September was pretty good this year. Well, that's good. Um, <clears throat> what was I about to ask? Oh, oh! How long will y'all hunt till? What what day will y'all shut it down? Or is it all uh, weather? As far dependent? as guiding, yes, sir. Uh, for guiding, we are going to be done November fifteenth, which I think may be early with how warm it is this year. But most years, you're playing with possibly freezing out by then. Right. Yeah, because what was it? Two or three years ago, there was this big massive blizzard. Like what was it? like? It was mid October, wasn't it? It was 2019. We got a blizzard October 11th. And then that, I mean, that basically fucks everything up. Uh, 
I mean, we had incredible hunting that year. That was uh, some of the worst flooding we've had in over a hundred years in North Dakota that fall. So it was an extremely wet fall. We had sheet water in every field. Ducks were spread everywhere, but it made for some really awesome hunting on the sheet water and wheat fields and corn fields and stuff like that. Tough, um, tough conditions. That was great just a hunting. completely different year than normal. Right. They had the year, and I think it was around 2014 or 15, when they had the big blizzard in South Dakota in October killed all the cattle. <coughs> and it was horrible. Uh, it had like four foot of snow and 80 mile an hour that. winds, and it killed tons of cows. But I think that was in 2014 or 12 or 13. It was way back there a long time ago. So uh, I had a really good question, and I forgot with it what it is. Have you had the water at Camp Lejeune? No, that wasn't the question. 2013. 2013. Um. What's the weirdest shit? People ask me to ask this all the time. I have a guy messages me every day. You forgot to ask this. You forgot to ask What's this. the weirdest thing you've ever seen in the outdoors while you're hunting? Uh, old man one time came up behind me on a Can-Am and yelled at me for 30 minutes. That's well, the that's, weirdest fucking yeah. thing I've ever seen. Other, other for than, hunting somebody uh, else's field. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what's fucking <laughs> funny. Yeah, that's probably going to have to go at the top of the list. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever see or you're, experience anything like that. That was... You're, I wouldn't say it, describe that as weird. I would describe that as straight up crazy. You're yeah. going to see a video just like that. This year, Justin Hill's going to have a group, and I'm going to run out there, and I'm going to fucking jump their ass. <laughs> Jeff Stanfield. God damn you, son of a bitch. What are you doing hunting on this field right here? No, it's not mine. It's another outfit. Another, by God, you sorry fuckers. Get another out of here. Guys. It's another guy that I have. What? And I want you to pay me to hunt it. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to get money out of them. So what's the weirdest shit you've ever seen other Something than Something that you couldn't explain. How about that? Um, Why the man was so angry that was know. yelling at me. I seen I've seen ducks and geese crash into each other, like going straight at each other and crash into each other before. I thought that was pretty funny. Trying to get down to the, get down into the yeah, spread. just literally racing into, racing into the fields. Right. I had a story one time. Um, the Wagner Ranch, big ranch over here that that dickhead that owns the St. Louis Rams bought. They had a. You don't. You've never met the guy. He might be totally nice. Everybody I know says he's a dickhead. People in St. Louis say he's a dickhead. I like people in St. Louis. Anyways, you trust him. He told me that uh, an old man that used to work there told me they used to hunt and they used to hunt out of a Cadillac c- convertible. They could pull the car into the blind, take the roof down off it, and they'd shoot there in the car and shoot these birds out of it. But they said they oh, had. That a, they had a, me now. They had a thunderstorm hit one time. And a norther hit with 60, 70 mile an hour winds. And those geese were trying to get back in that water and the wind was blowing. It was storming and lightning so bad. And he said the next morning there were dead geese in the trees where they'd crashed in the trees really? all around the thing, which I thought was pretty interesting. Anyways, what's the weirdest shit you've seen? <laughs> so uh, one of our guides here, Ryan, he was telling the story the other day. He saw some guys that were parked on a field, on a corn, a cornfield up on a hill right off the water. And they... Do you guys know what a snow bear is? A polar bear? A snow bear. No, like it's not. It's a machine that you go ice fishing in. No, I do not. What is it? To make the hole? Okay, or? So it's like a, a fully enclosed cab with two lines. There's like bench seats down either side, and then there's holes in the floor, and it's on tracks and has skis, and you drive it out on the lakes and go ice fishing. No, we don't have those here. Anyways, these guys, <laughs> these guys had a snow bear parked on top of a hill in a cornfield, and they had the windows, the windows just like pop out and up. They had the windows open and were absolutely mowing snow geese. <laughs> like every flock that came off the water would come straight over them. Right. And it's just this big white vehicle parked on top of a hill. 
and they, they were just mowing snow geese out of the snow bear. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> God love them. Okay, yeah, Stoner shows a picture of one of them now. It's like a bus with no wheels on it. Kind of. Not quite. It's like a short bus. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, there that, it is. That's pretty damn interesting yeah. right there. That is crazy. They're pretty sweet. People put, like, TVs and stuff in them, and you just drive around on the lake. You don't like your fishing spot, you go to the next one. But this is in the middle of winter when you can drive on the ice, and you don't really want to be outside. And so it's nice. They're heated. It'll be 70 degrees sitting in your shorts and T-shirt watching TV and ice fishing. Now, do you go south to guide at all, or, or is North Dakota it for you? I don't, or I haven't, I should say. Um this is actually my first year getting into guiding. I've been hunting since before I could hold a gun. Uh, my grandpa and dad got me into it super young. So this is my first year getting into guiding. Uh, I'd like to continue my season and go south and do more guiding south of your butt. Uh, I don't know if we're, I'm going to do that this year or not. Yeah, it's a little late. Like it, if you're sending an application out now, this is not, yeah. not not for you. Like This is for people that just uh, sent me one earlier today. I've had five calls. You had someone today? Yeah. I've had five calls in the last week, guys, wanting guidance. I was thinking, it's fucking November. Yeah, we start <laughs> on Saturday. We've got our we've got, we've got got our roster. So, Unless something so. happens to somebody. Yeah, we're, like a, a you better, compound fracture yeah. of the femur or something like that. Like, Ooh, we're, don't wish we're, that on we're, nobody. We're set. So. February is the time yeah. to look for February, a job. February, March. That's when yeah. you want to find a, a job for the coming month. What else do you do besides hunt and grow your hair out? Uh, Tell old man to fuck off. This is commercial roofing during the summer. You're a commercial roofer, and you're doing things pretty yeah, well. You've got a rubber. You got a guy vacuuming your room, <laughs> so that's pretty damn good. I don't yeah, have that at my house. Nice. So uh, I do that, and then uh, in past years, I've helped my aunt out at her farm. They have a farm here in North Dakota, and they do uh, sugar beets and wheat and sunflowers. And I've helped with uh, the trucking side of things over there. Well, very cool. How old are you? I didn't even ask that. I'm 23. Nice, nice. You got a you got a long uh, long career ahead of you. It sounds like you're doing things uh, the right way, and you held your you you held your cool there. So uh, my hats off to you for that. And you're right. Like it, I appreciate it. Decking that guy, it might have made you feel good in the in the short term, but like in the long term, you know, it's, nothing's probably going to come of this. Knock on wood. It doesn't seem you know. It seems like you were in the spot you needed to be. He was trying to extort you, uh, but you know if you hit the guy, then all of a sudden we got a whole new set of problems. Forty-five so, yeah. seconds later, you would all you would have regretted that for a long for a yeah. long time. You did the best thing you could do. You yeah. held it cool. Plus, it just opens up a confrontation with guns and all kinds of shit in today's yeah. world. It just yeah, no, I don't. You never know what's going to happen no. when people got guns in today's world. No, no, just yes sir, no sir. Call the Sorry, law sir. and do it what you can do. It does you good. Yeah. When we talked about do's and don'ts, I'm gonna give you another do that or a don't. This is a big don't. If you and another group show up at the field at the same time and you both have permission, don't call the farmer at four thirty in the morning. No. Because then nobody's gonna be hunting Never. that son of a bitch. Right. Because then if, he's not gonna let anyone hunt. Fuck no. Because if you but at four thirty in the morning, you're gonna piss off his wife. Yeah. And if if she, the wife's pissed, then everybody's pissed. So don't do that. Yeah. yeah. That's other do's and don'ts. Figure it out amongst yourselves. Wait, yeah, hunt right. together or set up on opposite sides of the field and battle each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, I appreciate you being on here. You've been an interesting guest. We want to hear the rest of the story. The big one point five, buddy. That's world star. You're there. You're. You're. you're I hope. Station. I hope that you were able to monetize this video. So, uh, I think he does have it monetized. Good. Well, good. Good. You, you know. Pay for those legal fees, maybe. I don't know. Hopefully not. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, tell us your website real quick. Yeah. If anyone wants to come hunt with you, where can they look if they you want up to get, If they want to get yelled at with you, where can they go to? Uh, no Limits 
waterfowl.com. It's uh, straight up nolimitswaterfowl.com. Who owns No Limits Waterfowl? Uh, it's Jay Sandell. He actually has a fishing charter down in Florida too. If you guys are interested in going fishing we'll on tell, the ocean, we'll tell Jay. Boat. Tell Jay he owes us a fishing trip for the free plug. So, anyways, <laughs> we appreciate you being on here, man. You be safe. God bless you. Have a great. Uh, it's Halloween night tonight. Yeah, you going out, catting? I'm going scouting. Ah, uh, this is when you can find the old? real slutty girls tonight. Yeah. They get to dress the way they really want to dress. That's right. Uh. I guess I won't say it, but there ain't much. There ain't much for women in North Dakota. I oh, I, you done I, pissed I, everybody I, off in the state now, boy. But I, you're not wrong though. Like I've been there a couple times, and <laughs> I don't. Know. But you ain't having to go to a bar now. You're gonna go to a bar because we have a lot of downloads in North Dakota because a lot of waterfowl hunters up there. Pretty popular. And some girls are gonna go listen here, you fucking asshole. <laughs> this is what you could have had. Yeah. She's gonna show you this old beaver, and yep. you'll be like, well, thank God I missed out on that. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll pass. Hard pass. All right, bud. Well, uh, good luck the rest of your season. Thank you for coming on here and answering all of our questions. Um, and if you haven't seen the video, it's pretty easy to find. Just look up North Dakota duck hunting harassment, and you can add to the 1.5 million. Yep. And, and uh, you know, listen, you got the ass shoe, and so like, hopefully, you're getting some of this money that he's getting off of this video, because like, you know, I'm gonna have to talk to him about that. Yeah, you need a royalty fee, so you know, if you have any problems, let yeah. us let us know. But Good luck the rest of the waterfowl season. I hope you finish strong, and hopefully this uh, this front that's coming brings you what you need, bud. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, you guys take care. You, you have a good bet. day. Bye. The first person we've ever had have someone come in to offer to vacuum for him while we were putting the <laughs> podcast up. Would you like for me to vacuum that? No, I'm about to do a podcast, and I'm going to need you to leave. Let me tell you a story of the stupid-ass shit our government does. And I talked to you about this earlier. There's a wild refuge in southwest Oklahoma that was full and they have drained it to fix a leaky valve for the next three months. It's going to take. So during waterfowl season, you pay all your tax dollars to get to hunt this place, to hunt this place, to hold waterfowl. And then when waterfowl season gets here, you're going to drain it then. This and and there's got to be more to this story. There, there's everyone, every, but every time I think someone in the government has got some common sense, this happens, you see them covering up Paul Pelosi. So, you know, who knows? Do you think that that was a lover? Yes. Lover gone bad. Yeah, the glass on the door shows it got knocked from the inside out. Glass on the door. The the, the patio door. They say he knocked, used a hammer and broke into the house. Well, if you're going to knock into it, there'd be glass on the inside of the house, not on the outside. So the glass, he hit it and the glass is outside. Yes. Okay. So he was probably, probably but that was Paul. Paul had the hammer when yeah. the police arrived. Yeah, I, I think it was a sausage fest. Because the third party let him in. Yeah, supposedly. According to some reports. When he got a DWI, there was an unknown person with him. They've never released who it was. That would really be ironic if it's the same dude. But I think there's more to it. Listen, I'm not shocked by anything the government does, but the government tried. The funny thing is this dude was a hemp-loving, nudist, libertarian, not a libertarian, a progressive but they want to make him out to a Trump supporter. How many nudists in San Francisco are Trump lovers? None. I want to know how many people in San Francisco, period, voted for Trump. Like It's got to be very, very small. I think it's probably more than you think it is. I think there's the hidden... There's a hidden Trump voters, but a nude hammer guy is not one of them, I don't think. No. Uh-uh. Um, was the video of Obama, was that the truth? Of him, him chanting it. FJB? They just kept chanting it the whole time. He's like, listen, listen, I've seen it, but they're saying it's fake. Well, but everybody says it, but you can't trust the media. 
Well. Anyways, there's a, a, vo- a video going around of Obama having a uh, rally, and everybody starts chanting FJB. FJB. We and, all know what that means. And he's like, listen, listen, listen. This is what we got to talk about. We got to, you know, we got to have a discussion. It ain't a discussion. You're talking up there on the stage, and you're the only one with a mic telling us your shit. But people have had it with this shit going on in the world, and I think this Pelosi deal is just more cover-up. I think he's... I think he's into men, and I think by looking at Nancy, that's really a tough decision. Yeah, I've not seen the guy, but I'm going to bet he's probably prettier than Nancy. 56,000 people voted for Trump, 12%. Is he going to show it? Says. See, so they've they've made it to where you can't hardly hear. That's not the video that I saw. No, they're, they're, but it is the same people though. Yeah, video I saw the same people, and they're starting to chant FJB. And what's on YouTube? They're not going to show nothing. They're no, not, they're I saw it on YouTube. Well, they've probably taken it down now. It was a short, is what it was. But they people have are, are, they're tired of this shit. I mean, I don't care. <sighs> food is expensive. Gas prices, electricity, your power, everything is up. People are struggling. People have had it. You can tell me, you can stand in a room and say, oh, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Democrat. And then when you go vote and you think, you know what, macaroni and cheese is $4 a box. It was $1.25, and I got six hungry kids to feed. Mm-mm, I'm voting on this other side. I want some changes. I'm not going to tell nobody about it, but people are had it. Let me see if this is it. Probably not. Oh, that wasn't it either. I think they've taken it down. But there, but yeah, none of the none of these are the videos that I saw. In the, the Nancy deal, the guy's like, "Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy?" Right. The guy wasn't there. Where's Nancy? Because he wants to wants to sh- to hit her with a hammer. He's there, Nancy, because she's he's having an affair with her husband, and he wants her to tell him, "Listen, I've been sleeping with your husband for a long time." Blah. That's what I think's going on. Been sucking my D. That's what that's what I think it's about. But I think there's more to this than just this is the one that yep. I saw. Yes. But that I don't know. I mean that could be fake. See, this is this is what this is what's scary is that I can't tell you that that is real because I've seen the one video where obviously they've taken one of those videos is not is that, not correct. That's exactly right. And you don't know which one to trust. Right. I mean, I wouldn't be if, surprised if they did it. If we go by the first video, it looks like the the fuck Joe Biden is added in later. Right. But if you one of those videos isn't right. That's exactly right. <clears throat> and I would I'm curious to see what it is. But you can, I don't trust the media, do you? They're bought and paid for. Right. Everything you see, if you read, if if you it, today you pick up Yahoo because I looked at Yahoo earlier, headlines are well, it looks like the Democrats are going to keep control of the Senate. They're leading all four close races. That's not what I'm hearing on the other side. The other side says they're losing all four of them. 
I don't know, but I can't imagine being in Arizona. Well, and then we heard last night that the NFL was going to pull the Super Bowl if the Republican won the governorship. I don't believe that. I don't think the NFL is that fucking stupid. They've already dealt with all the shit with the uh, chanting, the Black Lives Matter and all that other shit. That didn't do them any good. All they did was lose a bunch of viewership. Well, they're not going to get in the middle of that damn deal with the governor's race. Why would you do that? Uh, yeah, it it seems like that's what she said. That's what I'm saying. There's no way the NFL. I think she's kind of stoking that flame. I I think she's trying to put their feet to the candle. She's doing the same thing that the other side does usually. There, she dares them to pull 2023. They're not going to pull it. That that if anybody learned the lesson, look what happened to Georgia when they pulled the All Star game, and now that's also played a big part into them probably going to lose this election. You pissed off a bunch of people that really weren't into politics, mm-hmm. you know? So, anyway, I don't know. I don't think that the NFL is stupid enough to pull that. I just really don't. Why would you say, if we're only going to have our Super Bowls in places with blue states, well, then just take all the football teams out of red states and we'll quit watching them. Yeah. Uh, during an interview over the weekend, Lake, the GOP nominee for governor, was asked how she would handle the NFL threatening to pull – the Super Bowl over her stance on immigrations. Uh, so it seems like that was a speculative question. I don't. I don't. Like really I think, think the reporter. I think the reporter was like, "If you win and the NFL comes at you and says, hey, change your stance on this, or we're pulling our Super Bowl,' how would you handle it?'" I don't think that the NFL has said anything. So yeah, there's no way in the world that the NFL is going to take a stance on who gets elected governor. They're not that stupid. First of all, I really believe, I don't know about the locker room, but I'm going to bet you that locker room is close to everything else 50-50 on Republicans and Democrats. Right. Even though the league is made up of about 80% African Americans. I just I, I believe it's probably close to 50-50 because those African Americans got a lot of money and they right. understand what's good for their money. But if you took the stands at a football game, I'm going to bet you you're looking at 70-30 Republicans to Democrats. Right. And I'm going to bet if you went to a Dallas Cowboys stadium with 100,000 people, I bet 90,000 of them are Republicans. What do you think of this Michigan State fiasco? You know, I didn't really watch a lot of it. First of all, if you're dumb enough to run into another team's locker room and get your ass beat. No, it was all in the stupid. tunnel. Oh, it was in the, I thought it was in the locker room. No, they share a tunnel. That's stupid in the first place. They share a tunnel, and then you can see a kid from Michigan, two kids from – you see one kid from Michigan, and like he's running to the locker room, and he gets in front of Michigan State. And as he goes, it looks like security stops the rest of the Michigan team from entering the the tunnel. And then I'm sure he's John. No. And he gets the fuck beat out of him. I'm going to tell you what, that NFL game last night was pretty chippy. That that defensive back for uh, Green Bay Jair Alexander. is not a fan of Stephon Diggs. No, there's not a whole lot of people that are. That's Stephon Diggs? Does no. he run his mouth a lot? I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, fuck, you can see it. He, he runs his mouth all the time. Yeah, I don't think that there's a whole lot of people that... That care much for him? That care much for him, outside of, like... He being your teammate. Yeah. Well, that was a very chippy game. It was. And Green Bay... I think Green Bay, you know, there was... They got they got some calls that they went did, against them. They didn't get embarrassed like they thought they were going to be. They played a really good football team. They got beat by, what, 10 points? Yeah, 27, 17. But so they, they covered the spread. But they played. It was 10 and a half, Jeff. They, they played a good game. But it, they didn't just roll over like they thought they were. They may have some dog in them still, but they've got a tough road to hold. They've lost to Washington, and they've lost to the Giants, and they're going to have to be playing to that 
wild card spot between those two teams probably. What is going on with our internet? This is ridiculous. We've got Starlink, and uh, I can't even pull up a fucking video. I have Oh, there it goes now. I don't know. We got to talk to Musk. Listen, he's got he's got this uh, Twitter thing, and now all of a sudden, well, he's killing the well. The liberals are crying over that shit. And now all of a sudden, uh, he's not paying attention to Starlink or something like that. Okay, here everything we, we can't talk about on here, we can tweet, <laughs> and they ain't canceling you. Well, just like you said, they're they're not they're they're not concerned at all that Bezos has Washington Post, but no. Did you see Hillary got a? A deal put on her, a strike on her on Twitter for for putting out false information. No. Yeah, she posted something, and Elon said, "Nope, that's false. That's false." See, and now I don't even see the video on here. This is beyond ridiculous. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Nothing. It's all black. Well, there we go. VRBO. Just show me the fucking security footage. Now, there were people. So there we go. We're in the tunnel. Beats the shit out of him. Pushes him back out. Somebody takes a helmet off and like molly whops one of the guys. Let's see. Harbaugh was not a fan. But yeah, you can see number one, he gets in front of everybody. But I guess we're not going to see Well, I'll tell you what yet. wears me out, and I see it happen mm-hmm. all the time. We're going to war. No, you're playing a fucking football game. That's not war. Right. You know? I can't remember the last time someone got killed in playing football. You can't? No. Hmm. You can? No. See, me neither. I don't. So it's not war. It's just a game. I mean, it is a physical well, game. It's a modern-day gladiators. But you're not going to battle or to war. You're going Well, you battle, but you're not going to war. Well, you are... On the field, but when you step into that tunnel, it's when over. you step when you step on off of the off of the gridiron and onto the sideline, you're not going to war anymore. No, you can learn something from the NFL because if you watch after the game's over, those guys. As a matter of fact, I watched in the game the other day. George Kittle was this playing the Rams, yeah. and George Kittle did something, and a guy and they got in, you know blocking and shit, knocked him down. They got up and they were smiling. And he, it's a job. It's all. It's a job. You know. Right. College is a job now because them fuckers are getting paid. Yeah. So I had, I had a conversation ye- yesterday with my friend Steve Barber. Loves to rip on Texas A&M all the time. Jimbo Fisher this, Jimbo Fisher that. And I told him, he was telling me about Jimbo Fisher. And I said, you know, Steve, I said, they're stupid if they fire Jimbo Fisher. You know, I said, we're dealing with a whole new thing in college football now. Because now not only are you dealing with a kid who's 19 years old who thinks he's smarter than everybody and has his ass kissed for a third of his life, so he thinks he's above everything. You're dealing with a kid that's got a lot of money now. Because some of these really good football players are getting millions of dollars a year to play college football. What What's going to motivate him to work hard and do what you tell him to do? He's set for the rest of his life right now. And I said, that's a problem that college has that they used to not have before. You used to, as a coach... If you didn't mind and you played at Alabama and you didn't do what the coaches saw, they get rid of your ass and you they catch off the team and you get transferred somewhere else and you may or may not get a shot to play in the NFL. But they could hold that over your head that if you play hard, you got a chance in the NFL. They don't have that luxury over them no more because these kids are getting paid. And I think college football has changed for the worse because of this. It's definitely changed. Yeah, it, it hasn't gotten any better. You know? I can't find the video of the helmet getting swung, but. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not a good look, regardless. No. 
Well, they had a high school incident <clears throat> this year, this weekend. One of my buddies, where he coaches at, and a kid took a gun into a locker room. Wasn't even a student, a twenty yeah, year old guy went in there and threatened some kids in the locker room. Right, it's society we live in. You know, yep, just crazy ass people all the time. All right, we're gonna have a uh, we'll have a guides roundtable at the end of the week. All the guides get here. We kick off hunting. We start goose hunting on Saturday. Um, got a lot of geese here. I've still got a few dates left here and there. I can work in some small groups, and I got some dates in December that I've got four or five dates in December six that I can still work in goods. But anyways, I look forward to everybody coming to hunt with us this year. If you have any questions, holler at us. Uh, you need to have a license, and you need to have shells, and you need to have your own gun. And a plug in your gun. And a plug in your gun. And all other rules that apply, apply here just like they do everywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's true. Check-in is 4 o'clock. Dinner's at 6 p.m. Those are the most asked questions I get every day. Works for me. All right. Everybody have a safe and happy Halloween. Oh, hold on. Before we get off here, if you're wanting your wife to buy you a Christmas present for a hunt, tell her to get a hold of me pretty soon. I've had a lot of those lately people wanting to know about hunts and any requests have if you're wanting your wife or you're hinting to your wife that she wanted her to send you down here for a hunt please have her get a hold of me quick and get some dates thank you very much god bless you and have a great day happy halloween everybody go check out our sponsors go check out dirty duck coffee take advantage of the promo code big honker saves 15 percent, or get on their subscription program and that saves 20 percent. ducks unlimited double t british kennels stanfield hunting outfitters Hunt Proof app. Listen, it's free or you can do the paid version, but either way, go set up an account. Alpha Outdoor Specialties, Bangtail Whiskey, Looking Glass Podcast, Lucky Duck, Shin Gear Waders, Gundog Outdoors, Pacific Calls, BHP 25, Dive Bomb Industries, and Boss Shot Shells.